Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson, the Family Office Club. Today, we're doing an investor mandate interview with uh, Rohan. Welcome, Rohan. Hey, Richard. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, what type of an investor are you? So our family office mostly invests in the housing sector, and that's primarily in student and workforce housing in the middle United States all the way out to California where we're based. Okay. And how close to a campus does it have to be to be considered student housing for you? And what's the smallest size property you'll start with? So actually, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we, t we typically actually take a step before we even get to a university. We want to make sure that that school's in a large city, that there's already some existing supply constraints in the city. So most of the schools we're investing around or USC in Los Angeles, where we're based, uh, ASU in Tempe, um, Las Vegas, Nevada. So th these are schools that are already in large cities. There's a, a lot of interest in being in those big cities. And then there's existing su supply constraints, so which adds pressure to the student housing around those cities. Okay. What would you, you, I'm guessing you wouldn't go into a fourplex or a tenplex. So lots of groups like yourself feel like it's a waste of time to do anything below 100, 150 units? I mean, where, where do you guys kind of start where it's actually worth yeah. your time to look into it? it? Well, you know, I think that's changed over the last like five years where okay. we, we typically wouldn't have done those smaller deals. But if we have an existing base around the school and we can continue to add pedestrian assets to the university, we will go down probably to a few million dollars. Right. So, but it's more of that's an economy of scale. We've got, uh, you know, an economy sort of already set up, we've got management, everything's sort of in place. If it's a new school, we're looking at something, at least kind of 100 units, 300 beds, and up. It, it, that would be sort of the bare minimum for us to get into a new university. Okay, great. And then what would be the, uh, the number one piece of advice you have for an investor listening here today? Maybe it's someone who has uh, considered student housing investments, and maybe they've done one or two small ones themselves, and they're trying to get better deal flow. Or maybe it's someone who um, is trying to evaluate workforce housing or student housing providers and figure out, you know, what the best due diligence steps or insights you might have for that would be. You know, I, I think on the student housing front, um, it, it's really changing and it's changed considerably this past decade. Um, mm -hmm. I think being at universities that have a large enrollment, having some level of endowment is really important. I think you'll start to see uh, not only smaller private schools, but even some state schools start to kind of fold into larger ones. So you have to be really careful of that. And you're also seeing that student housing is, is not nearly as, um, it's, it's still a very nuanced business. And it used to be where investors were getting an additional 100 basis points to be in this nuanced heavier operational business than multifamily right. um, and then that I think eroded over the last three four years where it was basically even um, hmm. which made the space extremely challenging you saw a lot of people that were early to it kind of get out or just stand pat and that, that's probably where we're sitting today um, I think looking forward you really want to make sure that you're in a university that has a really stable foundation you know, virus aside, outlook side that it, it, it's going to really be a part of that city, that town, wherever it is for a long time. And right. that you're, whatever you're buying, that asset is really compelling. It's pedestrian. It has certain features that are going to make it stand out. Um, 
And then lastly, on the student side, I, I think really trying to get a handle on shadow markets is important. We've seen um, at certain schools, especially in the, in the middle United States, where shadow markets have emerged as student housing has become, the entry points have become easier, people can understand better, there's more information out there. So we've seen markets get really disrupted by shadow, shadow inventory. Sure. And uh, what, what would you define shadow inventory as for people that don't know what that is? Uh, you know, most of the time, what you're seeing at most, most universities is kind of 300 bed to 1,000 bed purpose-built student assets. Okay. And at those same schools, if, especially if the land or the entry is, is relatively low, and by that mean I mean cheap, the dirt is fairly cheap, you will see people buy, building much smaller product, still driven towards the student renter, and it can really erode the demand in that market by just oversupplying it. Right, right, okay. So, to look for, if, you, if you're not familiar with the school or you, know, you didn't go there or something of that nature, I think that's a really important piece if you're doing your diligence. Sure. What are uh, one to three other areas that you're considering as a family office if you feel like student housing is getting a little bit saturated, a little more crowded? Is there one to three other niche areas that you're looking for? Or is it simply getting even more nuanced and you're looking for yeah. a... Man, Richard, I, I would have said a month ago, and I, I think that the, the answer is, is really, we're only looking at a couple spaces right now because the world has just changed so much in 30 days. Yeah. Uh, and, and those really are workforce housing, you know, not fully suburban, but we'd look at that. I mean, we're looking at some of those deals now, but just outside of urban cores. Okay. Uh, and that could be anywhere from you know, we typically are 80s or better in terms of vintage, so 1980, 1990 or better. Um, and I think we're looking at some slightly better assets now, so looking at even new, not new product, but 2000 vintage. Um, sure. And we're looking for older product where there's really good stories around it, where we feel like, you know, people are always going to need that uh, value-driven, well-located housing that's close to jobs. I think that's going to become right. like it was in – 2010, 11, 12, you're going to see that story replicate itself where where you're located and the distance to your job is going to be really important, especially at, at that tier. Where, right. you, where maybe you can work from home, but may, in a lot of cases you can't. You need to right. be at a, at a place of business. Right, right. Okay, great. And what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Sure, you can go to our website uh, and my email is rohan at com. You can always call me at 323 Great. Thank you, Ron. Take care. Thank you, Richard. Be in touch. Bye. Yeah.